Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions. North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, Oilers just wrapping up a practice as we speak. Hope you're having a terrific holiday break and getting a chance to visit with your families and that sort of thing. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers losing to the Calgary Flames on Friday night uh, did not perform well 5-1 and just, just changes uh, took place over the course of the last 72 hours. We'll have a lot of discussion on that coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now. Brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owner an operated place to buy office IT and supplies. On today's show, uh, we will talk a bit about uh, sort of the movement that is afoot here and what's occurred here. The Oilers getting a lighter schedule after having a real tough break. Had nothing going on against Calgary. Gave up a goal 11 seconds in on an egregious giveaway on Friday night. Sucked the life right out of the building. We're chasing the game the rest of the way. Edmonton now just 4-10-1 in their last 15 games after starting the season with a record of 16-7-3. John Shannon, our NHL insider, will join us at 12.35 today. Kevin Radomski from the 2021 World Junior Championship that's going to take place in Edmonton, Canada, beating Germany earlier today. A couple of victories on the weekend for the Bakersfield Condors. Their head coach, Jay Woodcroft, will make an appearance on today's edition of Oilers Now as well. Here's how you can get hold of us. You can reach us on our River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Enjoy the new smoke-friendly expansion, Embers, at the River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement. Bet on it. And you can text us 
also at 780-496-0064. Ashley Fine Floors. Ashley Fine Floors. Strong enough for any mini sticks tournament. Uh, I'm available, Bob underscore Stauffer. You can tweet the show at Oilers now. Brendan Escott, big part of the show. Uh, Brendan at two E's, Escott at two T's. Brendan, how was your weekend? Not too bad, Bob. Feeling well rested. Well, that's good. That's yes, good. We were just having some minor uh, technical difficulties that we believe we've got straightened out here. Uh, so uh, that's a good thing. Uh, we will tell you that the Edmonton Oilers, uh, here's what happened. They lost to the Calgary Flames 5-1 on Friday night. Uh, Saturday morning, Edmonton placed Marcus Granlund and Brandon Manning on waivers. Those guys cleared Sunday morning. And Sunday morning, just before the skills competition, the Oilers had a very spirited practice uh, Saturday. And they've just wrapped up a very spirited practice today. But uh, yesterday, just after 11 o'clock, the Oilers recalled Kyler Yamamoto and William Laguson. And based on the lines and the deep pairings today, it appears as though both those guys will be in tomorrow against the New York Rangers. Here's what Edmonton rolled with today. Connor McDavid with James Neal and Zach Cassian. Leon Dreisaitl with Joe Kim Nygaard. Marginal upset. He beat Connor McDavid in the fastest skater competition yesterday in the skills competition. Uh, Nygaard with Dreisaitl and Yamamoto. And then the Oilers had Nugent Hopkins with Sam Gagne on the right side and Jujar Kara, who's got to get going and start impacting games on the left side. And then uh, Edmonton had Gaetan Haas with Riley Sheehan, and then they were alternating Josh Archibald along with Alex Jason and Patrick Russell. On defense, of note, Oscar Clefbaum with Ethan Bear. Darnell Nurse was with Chris Russell. William Lagason. A left shot was with Adam Larson, and the Oilers had uh, 82 and 83 together, Caleb Jones and Matthew Benning. Still think Matthew Benning is probably uh, a couple uh, couple games away yet for the Edmonton Oilers coming off a very difficult concussion. Koskinen and Smith, obviously, the two goaltenders. So that's a rundown of where we're at. Uh, let's get right into the Oilers now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Brendan, we'll circle back to uh, some thoughts on the lines momentarily. But uh, one of the things that Dave Tippett has hit upon is the fact that the Edmonton Oilers need to learn how to defend better. They're just giving up way too many goals. I would say our whole group still has a lot to learn there. You know, and, and we, I think we've made strides with it. There's, uh, we've talked long and hard about it, but there's, there's still more work to be done. And, uh, you know, it's our staff's responsibility to make sure that they know exactly what's expected for them structurally-wise and, uh, and hold them accountable to it. And, uh, you know, accountability is to winning. It's not to... It, and we've chased too many games. We've uh, got ourselves into situations like I mentioned with our team this morning. We chase games and no matter who you are, you're not as good a team when you chase a game. And so we, we've got some learning to do. We've got, but I think at times we've played some games that are done very well to the mode you're talking about and at times we've been inconsistent with it. And that's the coaching staff's job to keep pounding away until we find that consistency. So the owners need to learn how to defend better. They also need to put more pucks to the net. There's no question. Edmonton, look, they, the owners now have a uh, minus 11 goal differential. Edmonton's gone from first in the Pacific to technically fifth. The teams have all played between 40 to 42 games. Um, Vancouver's on a five-game heater, and suddenly they're two points out of first with a game in hand. Now, 
Edmonton had a good start at the year, seven and one. They're were they seven and one? I'm just trying to recall here. Anyways, they were five and zero oh out of the gate. Had a good start. Um, yeah, I guess they would have been seven and one because they won their first five home games as well. And Edmonton has not been near good enough at home. But the Oilers also, besides having a negative goal differential, they they're basically being outshot about two and a half shots per game. And the McDavid dry side line for me is one of the lines that doesn't shoot enough. Here's Dave Tippett on putting. Uh, I would say we're not doing enough of it, and it's less about the drop pass we're doing. We're not getting enough attempts to do it, and that's for me. It's defending well in our own zone, making good plays out of our own zone, making good plays in the neutral zone to get you to the offensive zone. Now getting there, I think what part of the problem is we've got there and we haven't got there enough, so we think we've got to do something really special when we get there. And the really special turns into sometimes disasters. So the more times you can get there, the more times you can simplify it and get it to the net, the more gratified you are. If you're not there very often, you got to feel like you got to do something really special when you get there, and that's when you run into problems. All right, and that's Edmonton Oilers head coach Dave Tippett. These comments, by the way, uh, so here's a sequence of event. Edmonton losing 5-1 to Calgary on Friday, making uh, sending a, putting a couple guys on waivers for the purpose of reassignment on Saturday. These comments are from Saturday's uh, uh, practicers team did not practice yesterday they did the skills competition which was a great event for kids no question uh people had lots of fun at it dave did not talk yesterday he's going to talk here in about 10 minutes today we might even get you some of that audio a little bit later on in today's show oilers have a lighter schedule in january they get a practice more which is important they really hadn't had a lot of practices during a stretch where they played 13 games in 24 days and then they didn't get a practice before the game against calgary and they stunk against calgary there's no question about it. The Flames, people there will tell you that was their best game of the year, and they responded with maybe their worst first period of the year last night against Vancouver. Here's Dave Tippett on the lighter schedule in January. I think it's a factor for our whole team, not just not just those two big guys. Like we got a guy like Clef has carried a lot of minutes too, you know. And we had we had a real purpose at the start. We wanted to get off to a good start. That was imperative to our group. So we pushed people hard. Uh, we pushed Clef hard with some of the, in, you know, with Lars's injury. Um, we pushed Bearsy hard. who was a young guy that came in, and we never expected him to get that kind of minutes. So we pushed hard and went through a tough part in our schedule. The, the way that the way that I look at it, the first 20 games, we were pretty solid. Come out of the gate, we won some games. There were some games we didn't play as well, but we had a lot of. There was a lot of purpose in what we were doing, and. The next 20 games, what happens is after the first month, the league starts to get to know your team, and you got two guys driving the offense, like driving it, 50 points, and all of a sudden, if you're another team coming in here, you're saying, hey, better take those guys away. So it gets harder. So when it gets harder for those guys to score, then there's a frustration that comes in, and now you start, just like we're talking about, trying to do more, trying to do more, trying to do more. And you're chasing the game all the time. And that's where, to your point, Spec, is about that's... Dry's been chasing the game here for a while, right? And it's, he's chasing the game because he's trying to win. He's not trying to, give, not trying to get minuses. He's not out there to try to get minuses. He's chasing the game to try to win. And it's got harder and harder for him because other teams are really bearing down on those guys. So we need a better team team cohesion all the way through not rely on those guys as much and make sure those guys know that we don't have to rely on them as much rely on a team on a team game 
is if you think about it, coming through camp, we came out of there, we were playing some pretty good team games, and now we start chasing it, and we don't look like as good a team. We've got to get back to playing a real good team game, and that's, you know, our staff has talked about it the last couple of weeks, to getting back to getting some rest, getting some good practice, getting that focus in place. Today was the best practice we've had in six weeks, I think. And that's on the coaches, but it's also a little bit of our schedule dictating that kind of stuff where you're not driving people into the ice. And again, the Oilers played 13 games over 24 days. They're now in a stretch where they play nine games in 37 days. Spirited practice, lengthy practice on Saturday, lengthy practice today. Again, the lines today, Connor McDavid, with James Neal and Zach Cassian. So Drysaddle, not together with McDavid. Drysaddle with Nygaard and Yamamoto. Nugent Hopkins with Jujar Kara and Sam Gagne. Haas and Sheen are going to play for sure. And then it's just going to be a question is, is it going to be Archibald, Chason, or Russell? On defense, Clefbaum with Bear. Nurse with uh, Chris Russell. William Wagason recalled with Adam Larson. So it looks like Jones is coming out as well. Leon Dreisaitl is minus 28 over his last 20 games, and he has a point per game in those games. The Oilers have a 5-on-5 shooting percentage below 6% with Dreisaitl on the ice and a save percentage below 870. Uh, So the combined PDO on that is ugly, and that is part of the reason why Dreisaitl... I mean, Leon has, has struggled, and for him... Uh, at times, it's been a challenge on finding a balance between scoring and defending. I, I don't know. I'm sure there there is a balance, um, but you, you know, obviously, for defending, you have to give up often sometimes, and I think we have to learn that. Um, you know, I have to learn that, and um, it's something that I can do a better job of. Um, so, yeah, we just have to go out and um, you know, go out with a defending mindset first. And Drysaddle added some additional comments on adjusting his game style to better suit the Oilers. It's not hard because we want to win. I mean, you know, Connor and I, we're we're here to win. Obviously, you know, we want to play offensively because that's what we're supposed to do. That's our job just as much as it is defending. But, um, you know, we have to, or I can only speak for myself, I have to. Um, find a better line of, of you know, defending and, and, and um, you know, putting the risk into my game uh, um, where, yeah, you know, the, the defending part, part comes first. All righty. Uh, Brennan, we're going to bring you in here to this conversation now. So the Oilers started 16-7-3. They had a lot of things going well at that stage. Uh, they were certainly tighter in their five-man attack, five-man back philosophy. Um, Mike Smith has had some struggles in goal. They got a lot of stops in the first 25 or 26 games of the year. They're 4-10-1 and in their last 11. I'm of the belief, Brendan, and I want to get your thoughts on this. I'm of the belief that they probably weren't a 16-7-3 team, but they're probably not a 4-10-1 and team. I think so too, Bob. And you looked at the beginning of the year, and particularly that 5-0 and start, and I think that set the bar a little bit higher, uh, at least in the eyes of some, than, than was achievable or sustainable moving forward here. We know they lack a lot of offensive horses, so it's not a surprise to see the, the scoring dip here. Um, but the confidence to me is what, what is going to have to come back first for this group. You look at even outside of it. Leon's been producing, but still he just doesn't look like that same confident player, and, and particularly on the power 
play Bob, that one-timer that he was absolutely lethal with, it's disappeared a little bit. So it's not to say that they can't get this back, um, but they've got a lot of work to do, and, and goaltending hasn't been bailing them out the same way that it was in the wow. beginning. The, the third goal, Cal- I mean, Calgary scored three goals in the first 90 seconds of the period the other night. I mean, 11 seconds in, Nugent Hopkins bails out on a forecheck from, uh, and that's what happened. And I like Ryan, and, uh, you know, I think he's a really good player, but you, sometimes you got to take a hit to make a play. And there was a misread between Nugent Hopkins and Larson. And nobody had anybody in front of the net. Uh, bomb was going a different spot on the ice there, thinking that the Oilers were going to win the puck battle. And we're 11 seconds into the game, and Edmonton's down one nothing. But the the three nothing goal to start the second period was horrendous from Koskinen. And you know you need a stop there. And Mike Smith, the save percentage speaks for itself. It's sub 870 here since November the second. So. Uh, now, the one statistical category I am concerned about is penalty killing because they don't win enough face-offs on penalty killing. I do think that Yamamoto can help the team out because I don't know about you, but I'm looking at all these guys that have gotten opportunities. Chase on, on the right wing. Gagne on the right wing. And I'm talking guys mostly getting chances as second-line right wing. I mean, Archibald got a game or two there. Russell's never really had an opportunity in the top six, but I don't think anybody's killed it other than, you know, Cassian's been a very effective player on the right side this year. So I have all the time in the world for calling up Yamamoto right now just because I think you have to go to internal solutions first. Are you surprised he got recalled? No, and I, well, I'm pleasantly surprised, I'll say, if anything, Bob. But it, the, the biggest thing that's been missing outside of, obviously, Joe Kim Nygaard is, is foot speed on those wings. So yeah. if Kyler can bring a different element of that and maybe keep up a little bit better with some of the top specs, uh, I think that role is his to keep if he earns it. So they rolled three centers at practice on Saturday, and they rolled three centers again at practice today. We will see what ends up transpiring uh, come crunch time for the Edmonton Oilers. Do want to mention to you, uh, and again, we'll have NHL today here momentarily, but tomorrow is the final night where the uh, Oilers are collecting food donations for the Edmonton Food Bank. Donate non-perishable food items if you're at the game. You can be entered to win a prize pack for the return engagement of the Calgary Flames January 29th. The winner also gets an opportunity to attend Oilers practice, have a private lunch in Studio 99, a tour of Rogers Place, loge seating for four with a $250 food credit, and a meet-and-greet and signed jersey with Leon Dreisaitl. Once again, enter bring a non-perishable food donation to tomorrow's New Year's Eve encounter with the New York Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. 
Rangers. 12-22 at Edmonton. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Hi, I'm James Neal from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Oilers got to get a turnaround here. 4-10-1 in their last 15 games. Let's go to NHL today. It is brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored branded programs for your team or business where your order is done on time every time at Elite Promotional Marketing. And here's Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Just one game tonight in the NHL. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh rather, is hosting the Ottawa Senators. The Maple Leafs did recall defenseman Timothy Liljegren and the Bruins summering Jeremy Lozon to fill the void left by Charlie McAvoy. He hit the injured reserve today with a lower body issue. Canada took care of business this morning at the World Juniors against Germany. I'll give you three seconds here to turn the radio off if you're recording it. A 4-1 victory on the back of a strong performance from Portland Winterhawks netminder Joel Hofer. A win against the host Czechs tomorrow wins them Group B, Bob, but it was kind of a stinker on Saturday to put it lightly against Russia. That was a demolition, 6-0 loss. Canada's got a lot of small defensemen. Uh, We've already talked about the fact that I'm not the biggest uh, Bernard Docker fan or Kalen Addison, uh, even McIsaac. Those guys... Russia had a lot of big forwards got in on the forecheck, and they just pounded Canada. And then the goaltender that Canada started out of the OHL, Dawes, I mean, he, uh, you know, spit up a couple rebounds, and Canada got reeling. Barrett Hayton, what happened afterwards, look, I'll be the first to tell you, I, I was, I'm not the biggest Barrett Hayton fan as a player, but I think that some of the uh, social justice warrior uh perspective out there stripped this kid of the captaincy was a little much uh people make some mistakes i want hayton to play better but that's not crap all over the kid for what happened there's been lots of times when russian players have conveniently not paid attention to anthems easy uh, either so the uh the push that came from some of the the russian players seemed to be a little much there russia when they're engaged and they're all in they're good i mean they're still no worse than number three in the world. It's Canada and the U.S. are the top two hockey countries on the planet. Yes, Finland wins events, but they don't have the same depth as Canada and the United States right now. This Canadian team, though, for me, Brendan, has just been okay. You know, I, I like they beat the U.S. They're okay today against Germany. Um, could a Kirby Doc help them? Yeah, but I don't think they're. I don't think they're an elite Canadian World Junior team. And part of it is they don't have enough size on defense. No, I, I completely agree with that, Bob. They're a young team, too, from what I can yes. understand as well. So that's uh, maybe and, not And the injury right to Lafreniere, too, mm-hmm. in the second period. I mean, Luke Phillip got knocked out for the Golden Bears eight minutes into the national championship final. I'm convinced if he plays that game, Alberta wins. Uh, now, I'm telling you right now, if Lafreniere plays against the Russians and plays an entire game, I don't think they beat him 6 nothing. But that can emotionally uh, hurt your team. All right, Bakersfield Condors also came away with a pair of wins on the weekend. They beat Stockton 4-3, San Jose 7-5. Tomorrow night's the Ontario Reign coming to town. The Oil Kings further cemented themselves atop the WHL standings. They beat Red Deer 2-1 on the road, 8-3 at home this weekend. They're now 24-6-5-2 on the season, 55 points. An impressive run for a group that I don't think anyone knew what to expect out of last year, but certainly uh, leading the, the standings this year, Bob, an impressive feat. Yeah, they need to get an 
another defenseman. I think they're going to, and because they've got a couple injuries there in defense right now. Uh, McLeod is out. Jackson Alexander out. Those are two guys that be playing in their top five, and they got to get themselves another goalie. Uh, and because they ended up trading Connor McDonald, they got an open 20-year-old spot. Going to be interested to see what Kurt Hill does here, Brennan. Well, they did acquire defenseman Samuel Stewart from Bob Torrey's Tri-City Americans in exchange for a fourth rounder in the 2023 Bantam Draft. Stewart playing 109 career games for the Americans over the last three seasons. Uh, they are on the road tonight in Calgary playing the Hitman. They get a New Year's Day matinee against the Silver Tips at Rogers Place. That's going to be a big one. Top two teams in the league. And the U of A Golden Bears did win both exhibition games, one against Mount Royal, the other against Nate this weekend. Conference play resumes on the road in Saskatchewan against the Huskies Friday and Saturday. All right. Uh, who do we got banging off the news today? It is Miss Eileen Bell. Let's go to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.